Crossface. The Daily Talk Show. A conversation sometimes worth recording with Josh Jansen and Tommy Jacket. It's a Daily Talk Show, episode 251. Well, happy New Year. It's 2019. This is when you actually say Happy New Year. I've seen people been saying it for the last three days. Happy New Year. Uh, I was getting a bit of Merry Christmas between the 25th and sort of the 31st. I guess it's the festive season. It's still, it's very festive out today. There is so many people out Mm. and about. Yeah, it's lovely. I've been to the beach. Which beach? Um, I went to Sandringham Beach. What are they known for? Um, Water, sand, sand. water. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, but are they and less sort of, less Lebanese gangs fighting. Really? That's down in Park Parkdale or Edithvale. Really, there's been heaps of fights on the foreshore. Why do you have to make it racial? I, well, that's what the news said. <laughs> Lebanese gangs are fighting one another. Why are they fighting? I don't know. They are probably just they've got Lebanese food. Bro. They've got nothing to be fighting about. They've got no. the best food. Is it Lebanese? <laughs> Mate, it's young young ethnic dudes, yeah. and they're just profiling them on the news yeah. to make it have a bit more cut through, mm. which it did. It rattled you to your call of you. Well, it's Shaking. better than the. <laughs> well, it's a good change from the African gangs. Well, That's no, the, I was going to get to them. They they um on the same day in St Kilda there was a few punch ups. Really. Yeah, some kid was rolled for his phone. It's very... It's like... Is there this been outside fights, of Melbourne? There has been fights at the beach for a long time. Yeah. And they just like to use a few labels to make them a bit more... Have a bit know, of cut through. Have a bit of cut through. Is but this happening beyond Melbourne? Do you... Like, I wonder... Like, look like, at the Bra Boys. Marubra. The, um, up in Sydney. Was that the Cronulla riots? No. Uh, yeah, the Bra Boys. There were some that all were part of that. But mm. look, like, a bunch of bogan Aussies punching on at the beach. Yeah. That's just the standard. Mm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is something a little bit different. Yeah. But so, yeah, there was, a, there was quite a few jet skis. Lots of, yeah, good vibe. Wonder if they were insured insured or not. Oh, de- definitely not. Um, I was a bit hungover this morning. It's, um, we were planning. So this is, uh, I, we haven't even spoken about New Year's Eve. Mm-hmm. My plan was, um, great, we'll get home. Amy and I was about 6.30, had dropped Bodie off at mum and dad, so he was having a sleepover. Mm-hmm. So it was just, just the mum and dad at home. Uh, and that sounded weird, <laughs> but we had a night off is what I'm saying. And we were like, okay, let's go down and just get a beer at the pub. Is Amy then, a beer drinker? Oh, she'd drink cider or, or okay. wine. But it's like saying, let's go for a coffee when you're a hot chocolate guy. You're okay. not going to just say... I mean, going for a cider is pretty popular now. Okay. It's so she had a cider? Well, we didn't even make it to the pub. So what happened was... But you have a hangover. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm interested. So goon bags. We get 80 metres from my house and I bumped into Sheriff Longmire. Oh, really? From uh, from the Netflix show Long, Longmire. He's a mate of mine. And I was like... I, I call him Sheriff now. <laughs> he loves it. Does I'm he? like, Sheriff. He's like, oh... And he, he, put, he does his American accent. He's a yeah. uh, full Aussie, but yeah. does his American accent, which I love. Every, he just sort of slips in and out. And um, he's like, oh, what are you, what are you guys doing? What are you, what are you up to? We're, just go, oh, we're going to the pub. He's like, nah, come in. We're having a party. And so we ended up... This pub- sounds like my nightmare. It was No, it was fucking so but- cool because it was one of those nights where we had... We literally would, we would have been in bed by probably 10. Yeah. And we go home at 2.30 a.m. <laughs> so how do you – so you're very – is Amy of the same school as you? She's pretty happy just to go into social situations. Well, yeah, th- so here's the thing. I actually was wanting to go home and Amy wanted to keep staying. That's really? I, wa- I was ready to go after 12. I stopped drinking 
at 11.58 because I'm not drinking. And so I didn't have a drink after 12. But Amy wanted to hang on. And so it was this um, – I think the best thing about it was it, it was unplanned and Ro- uh, Long Sheriff is a fucking absolute legend and he brought us in. He's so hospitable. We, we brought nothing. We didn't even know we were going. The barbecue was going. The beers flowing. How many people? Oh, there was, it was probably only 15 of us. And so we met these lovely, like some people who own production companies. Another actor from a huge show was there um, over in the States, an Aussie dude. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, so just a cool group of people. The, Amy said it was like such an eclectic bunch, but everyone just got along so well. Oh, and it was just good. fucking one of the best New Year's. See, in that situation, I don't know whether I would have said yes. Well, it Do all you th- think I would have said yes? Uh I think if you had had a, the relationship with, I think it's like cool serendipitous relationship that yeah, Rob sure. and I have got, and Amy's and Amy's yeah. formed because we're mates with his you know wife, uh-huh. and they've got a little kid, and so it's sure. it's it's very communal in that area. So it just felt sure. really like so it'd be like a mate saying, "Yeah, come over." I wonder. We literally didn't know what was actually happening. Mm. We got there and it was like super relaxed. Like we walked out the back. So did you go straight from you were walking? And then you entered their place. <laughs> Rob says, uh, says to me, I love it that you didn't even get past the park. Yeah. <laughs> we literally didn't even get past the park and we were there till 2.30. It was fun. I've had some uh, so many good nights where it's like you haven't planned. You've yeah. had completely different plans and you've been okay to throw them out the window. And so what's the introduction? Nothing. I mean, hey. So there's, there's say, 15 people. You well, we in. got there. There was maybe... Five other people uh-huh. there already. And they're all sitting around in like sort of chairs. Yeah, we just went out into the backyard. There was a um, table, barbecue, and we just sort of jumped in, got a beer. What do you feel like you need to lead with? Do you have sort of icebreakers in this scenario? Nah. So what's everyone – I think I would be – what's been going on, guys? So most people – most of them didn't know each other. Okay. And so it was like a new a new couple would come and be like, hey, guys, this is Lisa oh, okay, and, and Rob and everyone's sort of saying hello and I'm sitting next to a guy – and I just sparked up a conversation with him mm-hmm. and then I sparked up a conversation with this other dude. And so Amy then just... She was sitting next to me, did the same. She just does the same sort of thing. Yeah, and it does. here's the thing. It doesn't always work like that. It doesn't always feel good, mm. but sometimes you just it vibe works. with everybody. Yeah, And everyone was super lovely. I think for the fact that most people was like didn't know what this thing was going to be. Yeah. That it actually became a really great night because of that. Well, I'm not much of a mixer of friendship groups. That's mm. why, like Bree and I, when we talk about weddings and stuff, it's like yeah, it'd be hard trying yeah. to mix all the the groups up together. Well, they're a lot. They're all a lot older than us. You yeah. know, like I I would have been the youngest uh-huh. adult there. There was kids. Is there. Amy older than you? She's thirty. Yeah, she's two years older than me. Okay, but it was great because they, you know, all these people sort of. Successful in their mm-hmm. own right. They're just, they're just, I guess, what we will probably be in yeah. ten years of doing yeah. the shit that we're doing. When you find your mark, you know, a, div- uh, a builder who's built this amazing house near us. Like, yeah. just chatting to him, he's a fucking old surfer. Like, so nice is learning about these people. How do you but, say goodbye? Do you are you like, oh, we should stay connected? Nah, it's, just like, it's not like, oh, I'll neighbors. see you around. See you guys. Are there yeah. all, so was it like was it a was neighbor? A, yeah, there's a bunch of neighbors, but there was a bunch of randoms. But it's just like catch ya, see ya, mm. fun night, happy new year. It's very you know at, when it gets late, it's like you know people are just like what 
catch you. Did it? Uh, did New Year's resolutions come up in conversation? Um, no, none of us really. T- I had to do the countdown. I set an alarm for eleven forty-eight. Oh, sorry, eleven. You're the hip hip hooray guy, and, and I, you are the countdown guy. And then someone pulled out their phone, and I was like, "Dude, they got out this timer." This, and I was like, "Mate, that's wrong." Really. It, I don't know how very the phone ag- was wrong. Very but I was aggressive. Like, Mine's on eleven fifty nine, yeah, and his was like eleven fifty six, and so I was really? like, "Check your other." And so everyone checked, but then I, you know, how you can get the sort of um, the you can see the 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 second uh-huh. timer if you just look at the clock app face. Yes, has a yeah. So I just counted down from ten, and everyone just cheered, and it was good. And we walked across, watched a bit of the fireworks at the park. And so, what was the original plan going to be? So, you're going to go to the pub? <laughs> we're just going to go for one beer and grab some cheese and, bit, you know, f- nibbles. Yeah. And go, we'd packed a bag at home mm-hmm. and li- we were going to go sit on the hill and watch the fireworks and come yeah. home. Do, do you have an internal way of you and Amy being able to say to each other whether you want to? Because you've got this mate who said, hey, guys, you want yeah. to do this thing? My The struggle would also be. Making that that decision straight away, yeah. you have to be in tune with your partner enough mm. to know what you're both thinking, and yeah. that you're not just being nice. One hundred percent. I'm of the tendency to just probably just be like get caught up, just be like, yeah, this is fucking sick. But I was vibing Amy, and she okay. was loving it. Okay. And then I was trying to get her to come home. Yeah. And she's like, no, I want to stay for a bit more. And then it's fucking two thirty. I'm like, please, come on, let's go. What time do you reckon they all left? Oh, I reckon we were. Th- th- Third last to leave, mm-hmm. so there's another another two couples that were still there when we when we left. Yeah, we and were playing uh, board games. Oh, a, big a, a night. board game. Uh, who was it? Just you? Uh, yeah, it was. I oh, know um, Lucy. You yeah, friend Lucy. Yeah, our friend uh, friends Lucy and Jeremy yeah. came over, and so we were initially we were going to um, buy some food and cook it. We we're going to mm. cook it, but you and I were cooking. Uh, breakfast yesterday morning before the podcast mm. and we we're using the barbecue had sort of the barbecue on high and it mm. was getting a little bit fat fiery yeah, for so my liking streaky bacon tends to yeah you know, but i just got of- worried how we're house brie and i house sitting at the moment and i was just worried about doing the barbecue i'm like it'd be a real shame to burn our mate's house down <laughs> <laughs> and so Pretty hard yeah. outside barbecue be hard to do, but, but so the you, flames are pretty crazy. Yeah. We turned off all of the burners. Yes, surprise, and the flame was still going. How the fuck do they cook streaky bacon in those small? Yeah, like you know, in America, they just have kilos of it going. You were blowing on the barbecue. Do you stand by that move? I was blowing on it because I thought that it might have just been a little bit that could just if you if it just sort of lost its lost its vibe. It's not I like have a, a feel it's not like coals, right? It's like if you blow onto coals, it sort of Energizes the coals, but that's why I'm wondering: is it not the same thing? What's the I actually difference? wasn't trying to get to the underneath. I was trying to get to sort of the, this well, surface natu- level fire to see if it would just remove. Because if it, I mean, wind can sort of like push it. It's like a candle; yeah. you blow out the candle. It loses I understand its, that. I understand yeah, that. But, but other than closing, it made more sense in the end. Yeah, yeah. I was just worried about the food because it's actually put a smoke, so it's like a. Smokes up within within the lid. That's what barbecuing. Food. But were you? I, I feel like that would taste good same, or not no. the same because it's not. It's butane. Like you get that butane. You taste the 
gas smoke, yeah sure within so it's like a different kind of smoke mm. it's not the good smoke that you want it's not okay. smoke barbecue yeah sure it's just a fire happening and you've trapped the smoke <laughs> well i do remember um listening to 3aw many oh, yeah. years ago to talk back uh radio station here in australia or in victoria and um the barbecue guy was saying barbecuing isn't about using the flame it, it's about using smoke which is interesting, but I understand your Easy point, smoke. which is, well, yeah, you're meant to smoke. That's why you should be closing the lid a lot because it's all about like using that smoke to cook the meat versus the, the flame. It's, the, the, here's if we're just getting barbecue deep. Mm-hmm. Um, what I'm not a fan of is the Weber Qs. So they're like... Oh, the, really? That's what the we've, Weber, we've got one of them. Yeah, yeah. The, only because I've been I've been such a bogan cookie on such shitty barbecues that yeah. are just like flame in the grill. Yeah, sure. Whereas these are like they're meant to work, so you close mm-hmm. the lid and yeah, it yeah. works mm-hmm. if you follow it. Like it traps the heat and you got a sensor and it like cooks the meat so well. But if you're a bogan that's just come from just going, well, you just want there is something nice about just having a flame and being oh, able yeah. to deal with that. Because, okay. but uh, my dad has one of the old style Webers. Yeah, I don't even yeah, know if it's yeah. a brand, like I'm guessing it's called Weber, but it's mm. one of those like um, the lids that you lift up with yeah. gloves or whatever and you yeah. sort of take <laughs> yeah. it off Old and then you put school. it back on. Yeah, it looks like a ladybug. Yeah. Um, I had a red one when we were young, but you use legit coals. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, yes, man, yes. there's something about cooking on legit coals. It changes changes the game. Well, that's why I like about like um, Persian, there's a kebab called kubita, which is like the uh, – minced beef with um, minced onion and shit and it's mm, delicious mm, yeah. and they put it on like, you know, like the the sticks that skewers. are quite the skewers yeah, but they're yeah. like um, metal and they're long. They're yeah, like quite, the circle yeah. on the end. Anyway. Oh, the, yeah. um, I'm hungry. But so we, our friend said, uh, called us and she, she was going to bring the chicken wings and she said, mm. oh, they're out of chicken wings. Do you want me to grab another type of meat? And Brie and I had just been talking about, man, maybe we shouldn't have committed to cooking. Maybe yeah, we should yeah. have ordered something. So it was the perfect opportunity. We said, how about we just have some cheese and stuff, and then we order order in some food. What do you do? What do you, what can you order on New Year's Eve? We got pizza. Brie wanted pizza. It was just delivery. Uber yeah, eats. Yeah, Uber Eats. Yeah, but um, and yeah, it was, we, quick, was it long? It didn't take that long. But the thing is that we're in a different part of town. Mm. And so we hadn't been able to try the pizza place oh, yeah. first, so it wasn't as good as our previous locals. Yeah, but yeah. it's fine. But we were playing Ticket to Ride, which is this yeah, train, it's this game where you all have these little train carriages and you yeah. build out sort of trains along different routes in the US. It's <laughs> very good. Is it hard? Cause, cause no, because like, Monopoly is not that. You got to think a bit. There's a few elements to it. What was really hard was the the board game was uh, we played with our friends Jack and Bianca the other day mm. and they, um, you know, we were on one side of the table, they were on the other. And what I wasn't realising, I didn't really think about, but they were actually, they had the board game upside down for them. Does that make sense? So imagine you've got all the like routes, all the different train routes. Oh, yes. They're all the text is going one way. Yes. But there's two players that have to be on the other, other side, side of, of the board. Yeah. So they draw the short yeah. straw. And so we did the other side of the board last night and it was a head fuck. Yeah, you're trying to fuck Trying it. to work out where everything's reversed. So, But it was a very good game. Yeah. 
Um, I get very competitive, but there's the worst the worst combo, which is being competitive and then also not very good. It's just a very frustrating. So who won? Uh, Lucy. She did. Yeah, yeah. I thought that I was gonna going to win. I could imagine she's calm and um, composed. Yeah, and the thing and that's probably more annoying. <laughs> but um, so I'm house sitting, and as you were walking in, yeah. you were telling me to feel this plant. Yeah, I was, I was stroking your pant. It, it's like. I didn't know. I saw it. And I thought, it, yeah, this it looks it looks sort of soft. And I think if I if I just sort of clasp my hand around the plant and don't squeeze the plant, yeah. but I just feel feel the, the the leaves coming off it, and then I run my hand up. So I've got <laughs> it looks like I'm stroking myself. The pain. And so anyway, <laughs> was, you got me to nice. do it. You got me to I do it. I was like, try this. This feels good. And then uh, I think I said, oh, your dad would know what that is. <laughs> yeah. So my dad's a big nerd. Uh, when it comes to plants, he's a landscape architect. He's mm-hmm. a plant guru. He's like one of those. I've told you. I think I said it once. He's like that. The app that you just take yeah. a photo of a plant and you upload it to this thing and it tells mm-hmm. you what plant it a is. A bit autistic in that specific <laughs> area. Well, I'm. I always love being around somebody who has a great knowledge of something that I've got no clue about. Have your parents? Have they got a good garden? Amazing. Yeah. Beautiful. Just lots of natives. I'm just saying yeah. words now. Any roses or no, not nah, much of a no, rose? No, no. no. Roses are a specific style. Dad, like we've worked on, I've worked on some amazing mm-hmm. gardens with him, two rack, uh-huh. hundreds, hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of plants. If Brian and I and ever work. like, oh, actually, on another note, can we um, get some indoor plants for yeah. the office? Yeah, that's a hard one. Because you need to look after them. <laughs> but we could definitely... When yeah. I was working at Invato, they actually had a company that would come and fucking water the things. Yeah. Amazing. But so your dad could get us a good deal though? Yeah, he already did and I killed them. Uh, they were just hard to hard to keep. There is some that are easier. I think the, the trick is to go and just say, what can you not kill? Let's get a couple or of those. just being... Just have a bit of a water... Sort of not a system as in like yeah. a sprinkler system, but just oh, a system where it's like Josh is in charge of watering them every second day. Need a spreadsheet. Yeah. Just like has it been done? Just put it in Asana. Yeah, <laughs> that would work idea. really well. I need my dad to. He, he'll be able to tell us. But so what I did, you said, do you reckon he'll know what that is? And so I took a photo and sent it mm-hmm. to dad. And I What'd said, you say? Hey, dad, what is this plant called? Question mark. And he just he wrote back. Not even that long out. Maybe five minutes well, later. Well, it's had. Uh, as soon as you sent it, there was like the iMessage bubble as if he was starting to write a message. <laughs> he said, it's called the asparagus or foxtail fern. Why? <laughs> I wrote, friend wanted to know what the cost would be to fill a garden bed of one, one metre by four metres. <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> he said, probably around 15 each for eight plants. <laughs> <laughs> I should write back, what, what would you charge him to install? No, no, because no, he's going <laughs> to... He'll send you a PDF quote, and he'll is he so does he actively do that stuff now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you could. So um, if you do need your foxtail fern yeah. installed, <laughs> I wonder where he goes to get plants. Oh, there's some amazing like farms. Do you plant. go to a farm? Yeah, there, there's a place out near Officer, huge plant. It might be called Plant Mart, mm. um, a suburban out of out of Melbourne. There's heaps of nurseries. Yeah, we used to. I used to love going to nurseries as a kid. Dad owned a nursery, really, years and years ago. I when, never thought it, when I think of nurseries versus a plant farm, 
nurseries I feel like I'm getting ripped off. A plant farm feels like I'm going direct well, factory outlet. Yeah. Oh, I think they are nurseries as well though. Mm. It's um It's all in the name. Yeah, it yeah, it is it I went to the um I went to the tip the other day. You yeah, thanks been, for doing that. You would have been fascinated. Where the fuck is the tip? Yeah, the tip is... Is that what they call it in the US, by the way? Are they going to understand what we're talking about? A tip, um, yeah, the yeah the place where you dump all your trash, pay a bit of money and dump it off and then it gets carted off into landfill. So this is in Ch- uh, Cheltenham. Yeah, just sort of the back of Sandringham near the golf courses. And so it's around... Is it residential? Oh, dude, uh, not within that area. There is... My parents live four minute drive. Really? Yeah, but it's not. See, this is the thing. It's in an industrial zone, but it's re- it's sort of now sort of upper market. Like it's right near a swimming centre, and then like you know, it's near. Um, it's not. Yeah, so it's not. It's behind Bay Road, if you if you know that. But yeah, it's not far. But it's not a stinky. It's not like. It's not like sh- disgusting food. It's not like what you'd think about people chucking their trash out in the well, streets in New York City and it stinks and, and then they're taking the garbage bags and dumping them there. Because so you see is- that at the tip though. You see like I feel like I've seen photos over the years where it's like, oh, this person went to the tip and it's just like fucking nappies. That's what all I think yeah. about is a tip with nappies it's and not shit. A, it's a full operation. So you mm. get there and you... And you come up onto this way station thing and then they look. You basically just pay through the nose. It's so expensive. There's like a government charge. So just for the back of a ute, if it's not above the tray, it's like nearly $80. What does that mean, not above the tray? So, you know, like the tray in a ute, the back of it. So if it's not sort of like heaped up and sort of coming way up. So you saw the ute that we had. So it was like, fuck all stuff. Still costs you 80 bucks to drop off. And then you drive up and they give you this ticket and you go up and there's this big this big bulldozer and it's like digging into this like hole it's not even it's a concreted pit that sort of so it comes down on this angle and just pushes all of this stuff so you chuck it in front of the in front was of it hard for you could you lower the um flap or whatever so you could just sort of like throw it out no me and my old man we just were throwing shit we okay. just grabbed it throwing it it's so much fun you throw it in front of the bobcat so it just crushes it and Did it, it stink uh, no, nah, it doesn't smell too bad. Not there because that's just like hard rubbish. You okay. can chuck, you know, nap, like probably bags full of nappies if you wanted to. But is that where the normal rubbish goes, do you reckon? No, nah, so this is a hard waste. Okay, hard waste. That's why it didn't stink and probably didn't look like the quintessential. It's not garbo trucks going to mm. drop off their shit yeah. there. But so, yeah, it pushes all of this stuff. And then what I realised when we sort of drove out was that was pushing it up into this big hole and dropping down into a huge truck. It's so cool. There's some weird shit there. Like there's a bunch of dudes sniffing around trying to like look for the dudes who work there are always trying to just like, oh, what do we we could take this? Oh really? Yeah, just they probably made a bit of money. I remember I had a a safe and it had I had the code for it and I was just it's a big steel safe. Paid a couple hundred bucks years and years ago. And the guy was like, You you want this or nah? He's like, can I have it? Just this was like, at the tip. Yeah, the tip. Had you already guy. paid for the the weight for it? I think. I think no, that was free. That was in Shepparton. Sometimes they're just they're a bit loose. Sometimes they're like, oh, no, just come. All right, we'll take that. It was like two things that I had. Interesting, but not this time. But there's some co- like you could take stuff anyway. That was. Uh, I think you'd like the tip. It's it's very um, systemized and. Yeah. 
it's uh it's an interesting post you've been very heavy on sort of the recycling garbage the other day you were talking about the <laughs> the bottles remember what was that talking recycling about? the 10 cent getting the 10 cents oh yeah I'm, it's, it's new year new me yeah i'm the recycle guy are you quite good do you think when it comes to rubbish and looking after all that stuff yeah yeah we're really good at home it's we've got yeah it's a good setup i get so pissed off when the the bloke next door is putting plastic bags into the plastic bags full of bottles yeah They're just being lazy well, just, it's a little thing that you just uh, you as if he doesn't know that you can't just drop a plastic bag into a into a recycle bin yeah. full of bottles it's more about the consumption i reckon now like for me it's like oh well we started buying lacroix because we found a place uh, in Melbourne, where you can buy the cans, flavored fizzy water. Yeah, and we were buying it a fair bit, and it's different. You know how I uh, we bought fizzy water the other day. Mm. It's completely different. The fizzy water here that we were drinking left some form of sort of synthetic, like mm, mm. your tongue feels a bit furry after a few, mm. don't you think? Or it just felt a bit chemical. Yeah, yeah. Which it's not, I don't think. But Lacroix um, is just fucking. Solid, yeah, tastes good. But the concern I have is just even if it is cheap, even if you can get it at a good price, the amount of cans, yeah, seems ridiculous. Man, I, no one thinks about where this shit goes because I said to my dad, "Where's all this stuff go?" Well, like the, all that rubbish getting pushed up yeah. into the truck. Mm. He said, "Oh, it goes out to uh, the quarry." What the fuck is a quarry? Literally, he's like, is that a, a water thing? Uh, no, it's a quarry where they were they're taking sand out of there to sell. He says it was that there was this thing. But what for 20 is a quarry? Years. A quarry, the a quarry would be a um, a big hole where they've excavated the whatever it is, the yeah. mineral or the the sand or the rock, okay. and they've taken it out. I remember and they replace it with fucking rubbish. Dude, it's a big hole that they need to fill. And yeah. so what they fill it with? Shit that you fucking landfill. dump in your bin. Yeah, it's all landfill. So they legit just drive it there, pour it in. It has to go somewhere. Well, San Francisco, I think, is actually built on all landfill. Interesting. There's one you would have driven past it. Is out Manhattan Hawthorne. the same? Is New York built? I don't know. I think San Francisco is, though. Interesting. Well, I think it's a, a, the, one of the only ways that they can do it. Mm-hmm. Fill the earth up. Yeah. With, <laughs> with all your shit. Yeah, I just don't know. I was having a, a conversation with someone uh, today about renewable energy, mm. all this sort of stuff. And I know, I feel like I know what the answers are. Like we should be doing wind energy and stuff. But people who are against this stuff have normally spent more time than I have like researching. Mm. How do you deal with these situations where it's like you seem, it seems like there's a lot of holes, but they've actually brought more information or seems like they've read more Mm. than what you can bring. How do you respond to that? Depends what it is. Was this person pushing back on... Oh, no, they were just saying like, you know, wind, uh, you know, all this uh, sort of environmentally friendly stuff like the wind farms and the batteries and all that sort of shit. It's really, um, you know, it's bad for all these reasons, blah, blah, blah. Mm. And it was sort of, um, it's hard for me to push back because I'm like, Mm. the best answer I've got is it's like, but it's better for us. (laughs) <laughs> you know, like what do you say? Like how do you uh, how yeah, do you engage might, uh, in those conversations? Was it conspiracy, Jimmy? Or just, <laughs> no, it's, it has that vibe though, doesn't it? But maybe they know. No, maybe they do know 
a little more than you do. But so maybe, maybe it it's feels just like taking it's, it on. Just, yeah. Well, it's like trying to ask questions and understand and just being like, well, what about if it's like, if it's just that it costs more money, mm. is there an argument in like it's okay to cost more at the start for it to then get cheaper? Like what I was saying was, you know, they were saying the um, the solar panel stuff is bullshit and the cost versus what you get out of it. But I'm mm. like, if you look at different things in our life where it's like used to be really expensive, you look at like solid state drives. Solid state drives, you know, what the drives that go into your, your phones, that go into your laptops, mm. they used to be super, 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 super expensive. Mm. But as they manufacture more of them, they get more affordable. And so my thought behind it was it's like yes at the beginning all of these new things are going to cost more mm. but then the early adopters that can afford it will buy it and then it will get to a point that it's affordable for everyone mm. and then it will you know be beneficial mm. yeah i think you just got to listen yeah <laughs> it depends on what it is yeah if it's someone saying that solar energy is bad mm. Why the fuck is it bad? Yeah. Do you get into? Um, do you feel like you? I think actively you, I think you get into. You like a good. You like questioning that makes it seem like you might have an understanding, but you're actually just trying to work understand out what you're saying. Well, I, the other thing too is I just feel something inside me when someone says something that might be a little bit racist or a little bit sort of ill-informed. I do want to sort of. Something inside me says I can't just like I'm not someone who's like how dare you do it like going mm. to that mode, but it feels like I'm being watched and I in that moment I have to do something I have to physically do say something mm. to be able to counter it because otherwise maybe I'm a believer in the thing that they're saying. Yeah, but then it be- can become a bit of gear. That you, it's like you well, you're just me entering it. into these conversations where it's like I actually don't know anything about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so know. you don't you you tend not to to get into them. I mean, I've been best mates with conspiracy Jimmy conspiracy Jimmy for twenty years, but he hasn't always been <laughs> like that, has he? Well, he he's does always li- he's always had a real curiosity of yeah. interesting things, and like, and so it is. I actually am fascinated by people who. Have knowledge, like I yeah. said about my dad. But so, if someone thinks they know a lot more about solar and why you shouldn't, we shouldn't have anything to do with it, I'd be curious to understand more about it. But some t- but it's also understanding where they're coming from. I guess yeah. you need to build the context, yeah, and be like, okay, is this person in a unique position mm. to be able to provide? Like, for instance, uh, a friend of mine, his his uh, mum works as a translator or a um, interpreter. Sorry. Mm. At um, the refugee camps. Wow. And so, interestingly, she has perspectives on some of these issues and what happens that doesn't necessarily get reported in the media. Mm. And it's not always positive. And so, that's really interesting because I'm like, well, this is a person who is actually of the background of the people who are coming into this uh, into Australia mm. And she's thinking these things. And then so I'm like, oh, like that's another interesting perspective that she's getting that we just don't have because we don't have access to these areas. Being open-minded, being up for having conversations about it. I don't think you have to get away from it because you have no no idea about it. But if you're willing to have an argument, not an argument, but 
a debate with somebody. I think mm. you actually need yeah. <laughs> some substance to the other side. Mm. Or you can just ask questions. Yeah. Devil's advocate. Yeah. It's um yeah, well it's just that whole thing of uh being okay with in this ambiguity where it's like, oh, like I don't know the answer, but mm. like maybe it's this, could it be this? Mm. There's a I think there's a point, there's a lot of people doing that where they're never having a point. They're yeah. always just in that, oh, I don't know, what about this? And so it can be frustrating. Yeah. I reckon that would be frustrating for the person that thinks they know something. But if I'm onto th- something here. But if you think about like I was watching some Jordan Peterson videos yeah. and he was just like not sounding that clear. He's sort of like going back and forth on mm. these things. He's like sort of almost arguing with himself. And mm. I saw some comments where it's like someone who is so like – that is intellectual thinking of, you know, he's actually not clear and the people yeah. who are more dangerous are the ones who are dogmatic and say this is how it has to be. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So you're saying they are rock solid on their point. Never- people who are rock solid on their point are probably yeah. are more dangerous than the ones who are like, eh, trying to work it out. Yeah. That is, I love that about Jordan Peterson. He sort of has those conversations yeah. with himself. He gets asked a question but then he says, you know, but maybe there's this other side of the... He's sort of playing out these scenarios. Yeah. wonder what he'd be like at a dinner party. Yeah. It'd sort of be a bit of a pain in the ass after a while, I reckon. Like I saw this behind the scenes bit <laughs> where it was like Jordan Peterson talking to J- Trump, Trump Jr. Did you see that, that one? I couldn't work out who Trump Jr. was. Though. He's the one on the right. I but love the, the comments in that yeah, one. Yeah, people are like, oh, you know, someone said, oh, hey, how you going, Jordan? It's like, well, I think the answer to this you know, abortion. B- abortion is blah, blah, blah. So, yeah, escalating but, every situation. Oh, I think We must the, be in the same algorithm. We're getting the same. Yeah, I don't know. Did you use my computer? <laughs> we logged into the same YouTube account? That's one thing I've noticed, though, is like I'm not a – a Jordan Peterson fanboy. Yeah. Like I think you are closer mm. to a fanboy. Uh, but I watched a couple of his videos just, you know, the, and the fucking YouTube algorithm mm. loves him. Like the types of divisive stuff that he's talking oh, about, yeah. it just, the algorithms are so um, dangerous, I think, because oh, yeah. it just starts feeding. You just get all of the content and it seems like, Everyone's. Um, I think part of the issue is maybe uh, if you watch Joe Rogan on YouTube, you start getting, start getting the Jordan Peterson stuff. You get all of these sort of uh, similar uh, ideas potentially. Yeah. Well, you you get the guests. It, it is weird. Do, do you think they even make sense of their algorithm and what how it actually like? Are they key? Do you think they're I mean, I'm simplifying it to like, oh, let's just press in this. If someone searches Joe Rogan, we give them this. Or it's like... I don't think it's... I don't necessarily think it's dark. I think that what they're doing is they're saying we want to... uh, We think that it's beneficial for people to... We can basically give you a bespoke experience. Mm. So that idea of like, oh, we'll actually see what articles you're reading and then we'll deliver more of the articles that you like. Mm. But then it feeds this echo chamber of that you're just consuming this one point of view and mm. you never see the other point mm. of view. Um, yeah, well, when you're at the top, it, um, they reward you constantly for being at the top. It's like my I, I can't browse through any more than sort of the top podcasts yeah. on my while I'm driving through mm. my car system. Yeah. So I just listen to what's in the top yeah. 100, and that's the, and who's that's in mainstream there. media. Well, the, and that, so that beca- that becomes main, yeah, yeah. And so yeah, it's interesting. I was re- reading a book at the moment. Um, 
called? I think it's uh, have I made myself clear or am I clear? I can't remember. Uh, well, you haven't. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, it's by a, um, a newspaper editor from the Times and uh, he talks – there's this great bit where he says um, – uh, the algorithm does like a bad job of like uh, uh, filtering. Uh, I can't remember the exact quote, but it was like filtering out the bad words. Like he's basically talking about this, um, the words we use and how language has power. So this mm. whole book is around, I think it's Have I Made Myself Clear? Um, but it's all about how the language we use uh, affects all of these different things and how you can write in different ways to persuade. Mm. It's super interesting. But like he he it's very interesting when you actually transcribe one of um Donald Trump's rallies and how simple it is and how yeah. repetitive it is. Yeah. And then you look at some of the other things that are going on in the world and how I think I can fall into complex writing. Whereas I get really fucking into it but it's actually not easy to read. Mm. So I want to get better at that. Yeah. Have you have you ever read a hard book? Yeah. I've li- I've like actually got through I've, one. No, I've definitely no, I've listened to audiobooks where I'm like actually this can't be listened to. Yeah, it's full on because it's, it's just like I don't um I think Hero of a Thousand Faces was one mm. that I tried to listen to the audiobook. But um I'm on track with my reading. Good is good. I just 20, need is that to. 2019. 2019. Yeah. How many books? Or just you're just gonna. Uh, I want to do read uh, as many as you can. No, I want to. I want to do 20 books. 20 books is do. That's yeah. definitely doable. Yeah. The thing is, I reckon I've probably since I've said I want to read 20 books, I've probably bought 40 in preparation. <laughs> just like the. There um, needs to be a cutoff limit for you. Yeah. I think. Well, Bree, we've Bree and I have come up with it. A hundred dollars a month on books. Yeah. I've gotten rid of my audiobook subscription. Why don't you be too far ahead? This is the problem. I'm too slow at reading and I keep buying and I'll listen to it. I was listening to a podcast. It was fucking great. If I got my phone. Oh, no, it had uh, Louis Theroux, the documentary yes. maker, as a guest. And it was so good. Um, and they were recommending books. Um, Steve Martin's book, uh, Mark Maron's book. And my brother's uh, was reading a book called... What made Maddie run? I think, which was this um, successful uh, running uh, this athlete, mm. and she was, you know, sort of the all American girl, and she ended up killing herself. Gosh. And they basically ESPN did a whole uh, bit on her and spoke to the family, and there was basically all these signs through social media, mm. through correspondence through social media. Mm. So I think that would be. I've got a book uh, you should read, John Safran's. Um, murder in Mississippi. Yes, I've actually I've got the book. Oh, you got it? <laughs> yeah. I think you'll enjoy it. It's one of it was one of my favourite. I, I I had the buying because I was personal training him yeah. while he was writing mm-hmm. it, and and so I had some sort of inside and it's nice to connect the dots of what he oh he's telling me about that story about yeah. when he met that person, but it just painted. It's I I feel like I've actually seen the documentary, but yeah. I read the book because it was like. Just thinking about being over in Middle America, just Mississippi, staying in these little hotel rooms, meeting—it was like a Louis Theroux esque mission. It's um, such a luxury being able to read; like it's so enjoyable. Like mm. I think about what my dream life looks like. Just reading. It's literally like just being in a nice climate-controlled room, beach house. Yeah, water with, views. Well, no, it's actually probably. 
I reckon I'm more of a winter. Yeah. It's, like it's a... That's nice. Fire. It's fireplace. Oh, yeah. Winter. Middle of nowhere. Yeah. Disconnected, but 4G if I need it. Yeah. <laughs> that type of thing. It's a daily talk show. <laughs> uh, well, you have your Apple Watch on because then that will distract you. Yeah, exactly. You're um, going to get rid of that thing if you were to have that house. I'm going to put do not disturb, uh, start using do not disturb. But the problem is that uh, Bree was criticizing me because I... Um, wasn't taking it calls. So I need to... The problem is that I opened up my favourites on my iPhone too wide. So I had too, too many, many people. Too many people in it. And the problem is that I had it set up that I would only... Um, you would basically... Support, you'd go past the do not disturb if you're in my favourites. It was basically everyone that I would connect with. <laughs> so it defeats the purpose. Yeah, it defeats a fucking purpose. Um, Seth Godin only has his family are able to contact him a lot of the time. Mm. No one else. That's good. So and, on and his phone. On his email. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So Josh and yeah. his family. Yeah. Um, Mo, his son. Hi at the daily talk show com <laughs> if you want to send us an email. Any other exciting news? Uh, no, I'm gonna go home and chillax. Tomorrow we're back at work. You're back to work. Jan second. Mm. That's yeah. Uh, yes. No messing around. Wednesday. Straight back to it. Mm-hmm. Looking forward to a big year. Yeah. It's big gonna be year. great. Send us any emails if you if you want. What yeah. books are you reading? That's a good question. Yeah, um, for Josh, because he'll buy it. <laughs> yeah, I'll buy it. I need to. I need to work it because the other thing too is we've got so many books in storage that I'm going to yeah. bring out and then I'm going to want to read. And finally, on the book thing, we went past Book Grocer, which is such a shit bookshop. Never it's heard like of it. um, all the books that didn't sell well. Uh, it's the green. It's the green logo. Sounds like the store got, you don't want to go to. Well, it's they. They had a sign. It's like all books five bucks, and I found three books that were actually good that I would buy. That Did I got them? like one of them was um, Hatching Twitter by a guy named Nick Bilton. He's like a tech journalist, and he got access to Twitter and you know interviewed him and all that sort of thing. Mm-mm. So uh, that'll be interesting. I got a couple of others, but definitely it's a. Um, I actually need to get better with my uh, today, sit down and lock in those resolutions for the year. Yeah. So, well, Did you end up doing it or not? No, no, because we got, we're doing it tonight. Okay. So do it tonight. There's no better Maybe day. tell us your resolutions as well. Oh, yeah. Hi at the dailytalkshow.com. Otherwise, uh, we'll see you tomorrow see in you the guys. office. Catch ya.